All right, all right, all right. We are back. Our final speaker. Listen, I need you to understand as I introduce this man. This gentleman, and I, I, I've, I've worked with him. He's been a mentor of mine for a long time. Um, and even when we weren't in the same business, he's always been supportive throughout the years. When I ran my campaign, he supported that. And when I called him and reached out to him about this, I was like, he was, he was like, when I made my list, I was like, I need Mr. Self. And I was like, man, he didn't respond. And then he came, because I know how busy he is. So I was like, listen, once he said yes, I was like, we well, gonna squeeze, you getting in there, you getting in there. So this is, and I'm saying this publicly, my wife knows this, she'll laugh because uh, she knows, I, I credit this man as one of, he is, uh, the most influential mentor and model uh, in my life. So when I met him, I was, I think I was 26 at the time. Um, and just, he was a man who I could see in myself in. And what I mean by that is I could see that if he could do it, like it's real. So when I had a dream and I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, it was in him that I was like, it's real. And he poured into me and, and thousands of people, thousands of people uh, as well, uh, wasn't just me. But um, so this man has had some tre tremendous success, uh, helped uh, tens. I don't know, what's the number? 50, 60 people earn over a million dollars, uh, at least six figure incomes. He's been named the, the Black Chamber of Commerce Entrepreneur of the Year twice. Uh, some some phenomenal things. And I'm just ecstatic to have him here because and um, last thing I'll let you go. I know this is kind of getting look, look, I believe. Men need to appreciate each other. All right, ain't nothing soft about it, you know honoring other men as well. So, this is you, this is some teaching in, in as, as well. I don't know if you remember this or not, but we saw each other in uh, it was uh, Newport News, the, the Marriott Hotel. You were down there doing a briefing. My wife still laughs at me because I was like, "Is that Mister Self?" And I ran over there to you. She was like, "What the heck?" You know, cause she she'd always heard about. She didn't know who you were. I was like, "That's Mister Self. That's Mister Self." And you know, I, I call him Mister Self. I've always called him that, but I'm, I'm gonna try to call him Darnell today i don't know it might just be mr self we'll see what happens. but anyway enough of that enough of that enough of that darnell self thank you for joining us for reset 2020 man thank you man it's a pleasure it really is man. It's, it's a pleasure thank you so much man you make me blush over here man <laughs> it's it's an honor it really is i'm not sure if i'm deserving of all of those overly kind words but uh certainly glad to spend 15 minutes or so with with the audience and um proud of you honestly, to, to create a platform that adds value to so many uh, people's lives across the, uh, not just across the country, but around the world. So thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. So the reason I wanted to have you on is because, um, like I said, when I was 26, when I first uh, got involved uh, with, with our business, I never heard of personal development. You know, I, I had a college degree, I had dreams and, and, and goals, but I had never uh, really got involved with personal development. I never worked on myself. So we talk about reset yourself. Obviously, it's a play on your name, your name, but it's deeper than that as well. So I wanted to, you know, you, you were so influential in getting me uh, and so many others into personal development and into really working on ourselves. Uh, so, you know, but even doing that, even as a student of personal development, a teacher of personal development, when life hits you, sometimes, you know, you you just resort to, to what you know and you're just scratching and clawing. So I want to give you the floor to kind of inspire us as we go out of here to to how can we reset ourselves and just who we are and 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 have at it man thank you yeah yeah no i appreciate that and I, listen 
um, just just so that we can level set the audience here. I don't, I mean, I'm probably the least qualified person to be on this platform today. Um, it, it, and, and, I'm, and I don't say that to be facetious. I mean, it took me seven and a half years to get my four-year degree from college. I was every major, you name it, I was it. Um, so I had no idea, man. If I had to go through a doctoral program, my gosh, how long? That would have been another 20, 20 years. So, I, I mean, I just, I was the kid who didn't know. You know what I mean? I had no idea what I wanted. I had no idea what I wanted to do, right? And so at 18, sometimes your parents make it seem as though you're supposed to know everything you want to do. And you know, people often ask things like, so what do you want to do? You know, what are you going to study? What's your major? And you feel uncomfortable if you're a kid and you don't know. You're like, I'm undecided. And it's, you feel guilty for being undecided. But look, I know 35-year-old, 40-year-old men still are unsure. You know what I mean? And so, and so it's a lot of pressure on our young men and women, um, you know, when they first go off to, to school or if they decide not to go to school. So that was me, seven and a half years to get my four-year degree. I was every major, you name it, I was it, pre-med, zoology, psychology, radio, television, film, journalism, it's a true story. Went to my advisor my seventh year, I said, what do I need to do to graduate? And she looked at all my credits, she said, first of all, you have enough credits for three other people to graduate with you. <laughs> she said, second of all, if you take a major in PR, uh, public relations, you can actually graduate right now. And uh, that's how I got my degree. So that was uh, so that was that was uh, that was me throughout my collegiate experience. And at uh, I used to work at a mall. And um, am I breaking up, sir? Mr. Green, we're good. We're good. The sound is still okay, good. We're recording, so, so, so yeah, we'll be good. Okay. Yep. All right. Good. 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 So um, so so I felt like you know, listen, I, I got to figure out what I want to do, and I was working at a retail store. And for those who may be from the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, it was a, a mall called Prince George's Plaza. And I sold men's and women's clothing. And I was looking for something else. And I didn't know what. Right? I was working 68-hour work weeks. And here's the reason why I share with you this story. At 24 years old, I met my first entrepreneur who was successful, who looked like me. And Les Brown says, once your mind's expanded, it can't go back. And I knew too much. I knew my worth. Like people often say to me, you know, listen, as an entrepreneur, isn't that scary to not know when your next check is coming in? Like two weeks check, two weeks check. Like I know when my next check is coming in. I'm like, no, it's scary for me to know what my next check is going to be and when it's coming in. Because that means I've given someone else permission to dictate my worth, my value. And, and because of personal development, what Mr. Green is talking about, because of personal development, development, I believe I'm better in two weeks than I was the prior two weeks. I'm better this month than I was last month. I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better man. I'm a better leader. I'm a better friend because I'm growing. I'm reading, right? I'm stretching myself. I'm attending seminars. So how, how can someone tell me I'm worth the same in two weeks than I was the prior two weeks if I was growing? See, and the only reason people accept two weeks check, two weeks check, one week check, one week check is only because they, let, they allow someone else to say, here's what you're worth to me. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm a CEO, too. I can't pay my employees more than I make. I get the system, but it's modern-day slavery. And so it's not until we make a decision that, you know what, I am worth more. Right? Unless you love what you do. Don't get me wrong. If you love what you do, you have a career, and you absolutely do it. It's not for the money. You get it. You know what I mean? I'm an educator, and I love educating the kids. I don't do it. I get that. I get that. But if you don't love it, here's how you know. If I stroke the check for you today for a million dollars, will you wake up and go to work in the morning? <laughs> That's how you know, right? right. That's how you're going to know, right? Because at that point, you're like, not nah, for real. I'm calling in sick. I got a million. I got seven figures in the account. 
So exactly, exactly. So, so I started my, um, my journey in personal development uh, at 24 years old. I'm 50 years old now. So I've been reading for a very long time, like I've heard from many of your guests. And so I, um, you know, I learned that personal development allowed the same things to happen to me. I just responded differently. It doesn't change what happens to you, right? Because life has a way of just throwing stuff your way. The pandemic was coming, but it's how you respond to it. That's the difference between, between those who, person, who are personally developed and those who are not, right. right? The problems that seemed big last month seem smaller. Not that the problem is actually smaller, it's just that you're bigger, and so you look at the problem as if it's smaller. You get over it in an hour instead of giving, getting over it in a day or a month. And you know those folks, right? They get to work in the morning and talking about what happened to them on the way to work. Lunch break, as soon as they see somebody, like, hey, you're, let me tell you what happened to me this morning. At night when they get home to their spouse, i will tell you what happened to me this morning. The next week, they're like, bro, I didn't see you last week. Let me tell you what happened. Dude, it's a week, a month. You know people like that. They've been talking about the same thing for 20 years. I'm like, dude, that was 20 years ago. Like, let it go, man. Right? So, so the problem with, you know, I think, I think the problem with uh, me and many others recommending personal development is that you don't see a shift right away, right? And because you don't see a change right away, we're like, I read the book and you're just waiting, right? It's like, I attended the seminar, waiting. You know, I, I paid for the class, waiting. And um, doesn't happen like that, right? It's spaced repetition. You gotta go over and over and over and over. You gotta read over and over. It's like people say, you know, I've taken a shower. For the year, you're good. This is why we recommend baths and showers every day. You've got to do it frequently in order for it to impact you. Plus, the last piece is that even though you're reading, I'm just going to recommend that you, listen, I don't care if you're not a reader. People are like, well, that's good for you. You're a reader. Listen, I actually don't like the, the actual act of reading. I just like the results I get from reading, right? So I, you've never heard me say, Mr. Green, you've never heard me say, I can't wait to dig into this book. Oh, my gosh, I've been, I've been thirsting this book. I don't, because that's, I got a big library over there, Right? But, but, I, but I thirst what I get from it. You know what I mean? I know what the results have been. And, and so this is why I recommend it. So here's, here's this last thing I want to share with you all. Because people expect that they're going to get immediate results, they, um, they don't trust the plan. They don't trust the plan. And I would highly recommend that you don't become over-dependent on your own agenda. Because what will happen is that you just figure that, oh, this is a dead end. That means it wasn't meant for me, right? We talk ourselves in this. All it takes is one mistake, one no, one rejection. We're like, oh, I guess it wasn't meant for me. No, that rejection was meant to make you stronger for what was coming up next, right? It was, it was, it was there to build muscle, right, for mental stamina. And, and, so, and so what happens is that, you know, we, um, you know, we hope and we wish and we wait, and none of that's a strategy. None of that is a strategy. So the reason why I said I was, un, you know, probably underqualified or the least, most underqualified person for this particular platform um, is, is, is because, you know, I didn't really go to study. And I'm, 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 you know, self. I keep using self as my last name, but that's not really why I use it. By the way, self is not my real last name. It, it is a na the name that I know, right? My, my name came from my great-great-grandfather, who was not a self. He was a Johnson, which wasn't his real name either, but he was on a self-plantation in Virginia. And the slave owner gave him their last name, which is Self, from the Self Plantation. That's where my name came from. So Self isn't my name. I just don't know what my real name is. And so I just 
Um, that's the name that my mom and my dad gave me because that's the name they were given. But my point in saying all of this is I'm, I'm the guy, I'm just proof that dreams come true for everybody. That's what I'm proof of. I'm proof of that guy because I know the real, I know how flawed I am. I know how many mistakes I've made. I know how many times I've, 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 you know, I've had to say I'm sorry. I know that, right? And so because of that, because I know it more than you, because I don't tell you everything, because you can't handle the truth. Right. <laughs> so and because of that, though, because of that, I know that I'm like, my God, you can do it if you really knew my story, right? Listen, real quickly, I'm going I'm to end with a story, because I like to tell stories. Mr. Green knows I tell stories. I, you'll never hear me talk without sharing a story. Absolutely. So um, I'm an introvert by nature. You should know that. By the way, I speak for a living, but I'm an introvert by nature. So all the folks say, well, I just don't talk. You got to get the gap. No, 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 no. I heard Dr. Ferguson say it. If your why is strong enough, you'll figure out how. No more excuses. When I let go of my excuses, I found my results. That's enough of that. Like, I'm not, that, that's not my personality. Get a new one. You can, you can, listen, you can develop into whoever you want to be. Stop listening to what people told you. That's just who you are. No, it doesn't. That, that's who you were. Doesn't mean who you're going to be. So introvert, right? That just sit, all that means is that I'm okay by myself. I'm the only child. So growing up, my parents worried about me. You need to get out more. You need to make more friends, right? Why, why don't you go, go over your neighbor's house? Go over there. I'm like, I'm good, mom. But you know, when you're your only child and you're an introvert, your parents worried about you. But I, I was okay. I really was. So it's so it introvert. So my mom made me join the junior usher board at church. Never forget it. <laughs> Washington, D.C., right? And uh, the church was called Glendale Baptist, right? It's no longer in existence. But Glendale Baptist. So I had to go to church and be a junior usher boy because she figured I could make me, me some friends. Joined the junior usher boy and I learned how to serve. So I learned how to stand up when other people were sitting because I was the usher. They got to sit, I got to stand. That's okay, I was learning how to serve. Didn't know what, what capacity this was going to uh, serve for me in my life later on. Um, when it was uh, raining outside, I held the umbrella for the elderly, I walked into their car. I got wet, they didn't, but I was learning how to serve. When we had the, uh, the uh, little um, bake sales in the basement of the church, they ate. I didn't. I was serving the cake. They get to eat. They got to eat. But that's okay. I was learning how to serve. See, I was learning how to serve at 11 years old. Then um, Christmas came around. So the 14 years, 14 years old at this time, and this rap group was out called Run DMC. Run DMC. And they wore Adidas sweatsuits, for those who remember. And I asked my mom, my dad, can you buy me Adidas sweatsuit? They said, sure. Well, Christmas Day, I opened up the, uh, the, the, the Christmas gift I had. We didn't have a lot of money as a family. My, job, my father drove the Metro bus, my, uh, which is the DC Transit. My mother worked for the government. And so uh, when I opened up the box, the sleeve rolled out from that jacket, and it had four stripes, Ryan Green. And for those who know Adidas, there's three stripes, not four. So I'm like, Mom, help me, right? And she, because my mama's boy, like, mom, help me. She's like, your dad paid for it. You don't have to wear it. And I went to public school. I didn't go to private school. So I was used to wearing what I got from Christmas the next day back from winter right. break. That was the deal. You got to wear your Christmas clothes. That's right. That's right. Right. It was the worst day ever. Wor Listen, Ryan, worst day ever, bro. Because I got teased. I had on a four-stripe sweat. I didn't even know what it was. Right. <laughs> it was horrible. Man. Why am I saying this to you guys? Listen to me. Because my mother said... If you want to wear designer clothes, you got to go get a job where they sell it. So I went to this store to apply called Up Against the Wall. They sold all the trendy items back in the day. 
and I filled out an application. The manager looked at the application, put it in the box. I'm walking out. There's a whole bunch of applications, paper applications. That's how old I am. Wasn't digital. It was paper applications. Right, right, right. And uh, before I got out the door, he called me back. He said, "Darnell," I turned around. He's holding the application. And I go. I walk back. He said, "You want to work here?" I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "You want to start right now?" I said, "Sure." He said, "You want to know why I'm hiring you?" I said, "Why?" He says, "On the bottom of the application, where it says extracurricular activity." You put junior usher board. And I feel I feel like anybody, a grown man who put junior usher board has got to love to serve. Man. Wow. So I got the job. Watch this. I got the job. Well, I was going to University of Maryland. I got the job. I switched stores to a location right across the street from University of Maryland. Well, my wife was walking. Well, at the time, this girl was walking past that store in the mall. She saw me in there. She said, that man is fine. I'm going to get that job. This is my version. You got to ask her, her version another time. That's right. That's right. That's right. So she walked in to get the job. Long story short, guys, because you're probably wondering, where am I going with this story? Stick with me. Watch this. One day, a thief came in there, threatened my life, because I told him not to steal the coat. Called the store, in fact, the next day, because I called security on him. It's a whole long story. I won't get into that. My wife was now working at the store. She answered the phone. She was the cashier. I was the manager. He said, hey, tell that manager, dude, when he walk out the store tonight, he's getting capped. Urban translation shot, right? Just in case there's some folks who don't know the ur urban vernacular. So my mom, she tell my mom calls. No, no, no. My wife calls my mom and says, Mom, Darnell just got his life threatened. My mom gets me on the phone and first she says, Let us pray. You gotta know my mom. So before she says anything, she's like, hey babe, let us pray. I'm like, Mom, I'm at work. I can't close my eyes. She's like, that's okay, pray. So she said, here's what she said after the prayer. I don't know if you know the story, Ryan Ray. She said, mm, no. you quit your job. A lot of people think I quit my job because I've been successful as an entrepreneur. That's not the back story. She said, you need to quit your job. I said, Ma, I can't quit my job. I got a house. I got a car note. She said, I'm not losing my only son over some foolishness. Quit the job. Wow. Here's my point, guys. And don't get me wrong. I went through three. I, just want, I don't want you guys to think that all of a sudden I had success after that. I quit my job, but I had three and a half years. I call it my season of preparation. I lost my cars. My house went up for foreclosure. It was a horrible time. I won't go over that because that's not the point of the story. But it took me through a lot before we started earning millions. I appreciate the accolades, sir, and all the wonderful things you said. But I just want you to know it's three and a half years. Three and a half years, I made $10,000 in those almost four years combined. Combined. Take four years combined, and I made $10,000. My wife was trying to support the family. She's working at BET, Black Entertainment Television, and it was tough. What's my point in this whole story? I'm ending with this. Here's the point in my whole story. What if I was over-dependent on my own agenda? I would have to say, God, please make me an introvert because I need my parents to worry about me. And I need them to worry about me so much that they forced me to join the Junior Usher Board. And I need to join the Junior Usher Board because I need to learn how to serve. Now, I need to join the junior board as well because I know my dad's going to buy me a fake Adidas wetsuit. So God, please allow my dad to buy me a fake Adidas wetsuit because that's the only reason I'm going to go get a job where I can buy real Adidas wetsuits. And the only reason why I had to work uh, or at least serve with the junior usher board is because I need that manager to see on the application junior usher board. And normally a grown man is not putting junior usher board on a job application. But I need to put that on a job application because I need to be hired. And the reason why I need to be hired is because I need to work at that store because I need my wife to walk past that store. Now, I need this young lady to walk past that store and I need us to date and I need us to fall in love and I need us to get married because when this thief comes in, we get into this altercation, I need my wife to work there. And the only reason I need my wife to work there is because I need my wife to answer the phone when the thief calls and threatens my life. And the reason why my wife has to be the one to answer the phone because my wife is the only person I know who would call my mom 
it because my life is threatened. So I need my wife to call my mom because I need my mom to tell me, let us pray and quit your job because that's what she received in the spirit. And the reason why I need her to tell me to quit my job, because I really can't think of anybody else in the world, Mr. Green, that can tell me to quit my job and I got responsibilities and I quit my job, except my mom. Mm -hmm. So I need to quit my job though, because I got to go through four years of a season of preparation. And the reason why I've got to go through four years is because I'm going to build a big team of entrepreneurs because I'm in the direct selling industry. And I got to build a big team of entrepreneurs who can trust me. And the only way they're going to trust me is if I'm speaking with them, not down to them. And the only, only way I can speak with them is if I can relate to them. And the only way, is I, only way I can relate to them is if I know what it's like to have nothing and I know what it's like to have a whole lot. And I've been in both places, sir. And that's the reason why I'm telling you guys, this Reset 2020, this July 2020, this last six months of 2020, anything can happen. But it may not look like you want it to happen in the beginning but this trust that is happening to set you up for the next stage. Listen, the only reason I opened certain doors was because another door closed. I wasn't even looking for the other door because I was in a different room. It wasn't until I opened that door to realize there was another room with another door. But guess what? That door had to shut too for me to look for the next room. And before you know it, man, I had mansions. Why? Simply because doors had to shut. So a door shutting is not denial. Maybe a delay, but it's an opportunity for you to grow, an opportunity for you to become, an opportunity for you to develop, to be the person that you've asked to be, to attract all the things you say you want. That's why it starts with self, my friend. Appreciate you having me on, my brother. Mr. Self, Mr. Self, Mr. Self. Listen, man, that phenomenal and exactly why I wanted you, you, know, you, you on here to share what I've been soaking up for the last 20-something years now. But listen, before we go, I'm going to put you on the spot because I do want you to close, uh, leave, leave us with this one thing. You, always, you had the story about when you were at the airport. And there was a line of people trying to go to the door, through the door. Hopefully, hopefully it's coming back to you. But there was another door no one was, was, was going through. And I want you to kind of share that with us. And I'll let you go after this because I think that is so uh, uh, perfect for where we are right now. Because some people are going to go through uh, 2020. Some people who didn't register for this. Some people saw this event and they were like, hey, it doesn't, you know, whatever. I don't need that. Some people are watching the event and they're still like, yeah, this is all good. But so... You talk about you seeing the line of people going through that line. Those are those line of people lining up right now and they're still going through the looking for their new normal. They're looking for their new, uh, the, the going back to what was normal. And you, you saw that door, at, I think it was at the airport where you were. Uh, you talk, leave us with that story. Tell us about that and then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. Did I lose you? Did you hear me? Are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, there we and go. And I, you know, yeah, I appreciate you, brother. I really do. And, and for whatever reason, I've got a bad internet connection today. So I apologize. I hope everything is coming through to, uh, okay for your recording, man. Because yep. the worst thing for me would be to disappoint you and the audience. Um, but yeah, man, it was, um, that was, that was when I started to develop my confidence. I've heard a couple of your um, uh, panelists and uh, guests today talk about their confidence and um, their posture and belief. And I, and I commend them, man, because when I meet people that have that type of confidence, man, I'm, 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 I'm excited for them. And um, because I didn't have it, man. Like I second guess myself and I always, you know, wondered if, and maybe that's for other people, but not for me. And I could tell I started to develop the confidence 
And this story proved it. I was like so happy for myself. I was, I know it sounds a little pompous, but it was, I was just like, you did it, D. I was so, cause when you a guy who lack confidence, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you, um, when you know that you've been self-conscious, when you know you felt defeated and you know that, um, you know, your esteem has been low. When, when you come out of that spot, man, you're like, it's like pursuit to happiness at the end when he was like, that's how I felt. So LAX airport, I leave you guys with this last two minute story, only because you requested guys and we're going to let y'all go because y'all been on here all day. Yeah. LAX airport, I'm getting off the airplane. I walked to baggage claim. I had one carry on and I checked one bag in. So I'm rolling my carry on. I turned this one corner and there were two revolving doors that let you out uh, from the uh, airport area, the, uh, I should say the terminal area to the baggage claim area. Two revolving doors. One revolving door had about, I don't know, I didn't count, but maybe 50 people waiting to go out of it. The other revolving door had nobody. Like not one person. Here's a, here's a crazy thing. There wasn't a sign that said out of order. There wasn't a cone up, wet floors. There wasn't tape over it, you know, um, not functioning, go to the other revolving door, nothing. Just people waiting to go out of the one door. And, and so, you know, I just tell people, look, look, sometimes you just got to go for it and be willing to be embarrassed. And if you ever want to really succeed, I mean, massively succeed, I mean, like seven figure level success, you got to be willing to be embarrassed. You got to be willing to have other people say, is he crazy? Is she out of her mind? Why? Because you're going against the norm and wealth is a minority, not the majority. If everybody had it, wealth would be a majority, but it's not as a minority. So just trust you're going to be going in the opposite direction of the majority because you're a minority if you're going for wealth because most folks won't go for wealth because they've been told it's not for them. So I see this line. I make the decision. I'm making it sound easy just because I got to make the story short. But I, I make the decision and I walk to the revolving door with nobody in it. Now, listen, you got to walk past these people, right? And they're looking at you like, where is this dude going? Right? Like, if it worked, we all be over there. This is what people say. That's what they say when I started my business. If Darnell, I mean, that kind of stuff worked, you know, everybody be successful. This is what people want to say to you. So, um, you know, because they're comparing it to, it's a whole bunch of stuff people compare, but I won't talk about that. So I'm walking towards the door, and you can hear people whispering. You almost, look, you almost want to see people take out their phones, like, oh, we're going to videotape this, because he's about to crash into the door. So, so I'm walking, right? Now, here's the problem with doing this. Just so y'all know, here's the problem with doing this. If it doesn't open, right? Because if you're going to hit the door, you got to, if you're going to take the next six months and really give it everything you have, you can't put your toe in the water. How in the world do you know if you're able to swim with your toe in the water? You're going to have to jump in. So if I'm going to hit the door, I'm going to hit the door. You can't, you can't ask permission for success either. When you reset in self, you can't ask permission. Do you think I should reset? Well, what do you all think? Well, listen, you buy people's opinions, you buy their lifestyle. So I didn't ask their opinion. Do y'all think this, hey, anybody know that this open? No, you know why most people are over there? Because they're followers. Mm -hmm. So I didn't ask their permission. So I just, I just walked, right? Like I knew where I was going. You got to know. And so I'm like, like I know where I'm going. And I hit the door. I hit it hard too. <laughs> by the way, if it didn't open, <laughs> that's what I mean by embarrassment. If it didn't open, I got to walk past those same people like, hey, how y'all, all right, excuse me. And walk back to getting the back of the line, which is now even longer than it was before. And you're like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, all y'all. But guess what? Most of those folks you never see again in your life. Most of the people who were around when I failed aren't around to tell you that I failed because they're no longer around. 
They're somewhere. I don't know what they're doing. I've never seen them again in my life. So who cares? Anyway, guess what happened? The door opened. And then guess what happened? Half the line got over. Half. The, 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 the door was always available. The opportunity was always available. Reset was always there for them. But most of them weren't choosing reset because they're following. They're conformists. And that's what most folks do. They conform to what somebody else is doing. Oh, this is, I guess they're doing this is what I'm supposed to do. But no one's, people need a leader. That's all. They need you. The person that says, I don't have a GED. The person that says, I didn't have time, but I stepped out. The person that says, look, I was a physician making great money, but I had no time. So I stepped out to do something different because I wanted my time. My time was more important than money. It's just one person, because we all got a story that's going to empower somebody else. By the way, I look back, Ryan Green, and guess what I saw? What did you see? Half the line got over. But, he, but more importantly, people were like excited. They were happy because they could go through faster. And that's what I'm trying to share with you. Some of you are the conduit. You are the person that will allow people to get to their dreams faster. And when you don't step out, you hold other people back too. There are people waiting on your story and nobody else has a story like yours. So don't worry about if other people are doing what you're doing. Well, there's 20 other people doing it. There's 2,000, who cares? They're not you. People need you in order for them to see that they can do it too. Because your story is going to relate to people, certain people that won't relate to any other story. All right, my friend. Hey, man, it is great to see you, brother. Congrats on everything, man. Thank you so much. Mr. Self, did you want to give out any contact information, follow information, anything like that for those who want some more of Mr. Self? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm on Instagram a lot. I'm Darnell underscore self. My last name is easy. It's like yourself, myself. Darnell underscore self, and I'm the, the real Darnell self on Facebook, the real Darnell self on Facebook, and um, look forward to connecting, making uh, new friends and relationships. Appreciate you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you do.